0: Hi and welcome back to the last episode on the series on Nourish the Soul of Nicole on Love Actually. So we have already spent five glorious episodes with our beautiful sister in has been spilling the truths like tea for us uh, over the past five episodes on love, relationships and everything in between. So we are now at the penultimate episode, which is, very fittingly said, Can We Be Equals? Yeah, Mm. so we've been looking at a lot of issues, I think, like, we've, like, gone through, like, basically everything, I think, in dating culture, like, from commitment, uh, to ghosting, to, like, you know, can I really be myself, you know, can I not use the the filter today, you know, things like that, you know, all the way to, like, you know, am I really settling in my relationships, or am I made for more, you know, things like that. And now we're, like, maybe at the stage of, like, you know, can we actually be equals, right? Or are we uh, also... Uh, having some sort of like complementarity, you know, in our relationships, because I feel like, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes I also feel the need to like, fulfill like, many roles, to assert myself, you know, and sometimes I think for some, uh, some guys, they may be like, oh my gosh, you know, like, what's up with her, you know, like, well, why does she have to do these things, and you know, like, they, they feel like a certain sense of struggle within themselves, yeah, but I don't know, like, how do you feel uh, about it, Therese, you know, and how has your experience been also
1: as well? Well, I think partnership of equals um, is, it's hard to achieve because the truth, the fact of the matter is, um, you know, both men and women have very different roles in society, you know, so I think it's beyond this idea of equality, you know, we're looking at equity, you know, we're looking at, you know, we all start at a similar place, you know, Um, and, and that's an ideal sort of, you know, situation to be in. So I think equality can be achieved, you know, um, it's a matter of time, but equity, you know, that takes real change in behavior, not just the very sort of economical model of, you know, increasing pay for women, those kind of things. Um, equity is, is giving someone the same opportunity as the other person, you know, and, Women, for example, you know, childbearing duties, they they do, you know, it, it, there, there is proof to suggest that women do more unpaid work than men in the house, you know. So I think with keeping that in mind, you know, the, the whole partnership of of equal or or equity, you know, I think that is when teamwork comes into play. I think we've got a beautiful example of you know Mary and Joseph. You know, um, we always like to see, I I don't know, but I always felt growing up that Joseph was the smaller parent and Mary was the greater parent. I don't know, that's how it always felt. Like, Joseph didn't do much. Mary was like, you know, most, you know, even when when Jesus got lost in the temple because he wandered off, um, I think Joseph didn't say much. I think, in fact, Jesus just said, oh, didn't you know I was at my father's house? And I think that just confused Joseph <laughs> and, and 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 Mary was the one who, who spoke, you know, she had the voice. And and I think it's a beautiful example because the matter of the fact was both of them had a sense of equality in the relationship. I think Jesus grew up as this amazing carpenter. Um, if you know, if you guys have caught the 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 series, the chosen, chosen, oh, yeah. I think, um, you know, you you could see how you know. I, I really hope he 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 did all that, but <laughs> um, um, you know, his skills in carpentry were amazing. Um, he learned a lot from his dad. I think his demeanor as well, very similar to to how Joseph was portrayed in the Bible. Um, And similarly to to Mary, you know, Mary was always there as this very maternalistic figure guiding him through, not dictating him to do something, uh, but really sort of guiding him and and, and being that motherly sort of, um, you know, just very motherly care and love that she she provided. Um, And I think with that in mind, I think it is clear that, a partnership of equality and equity is very possible. Um, you can use them as an example to know that, you know, how important it is for, you know, teamwork within a couple um, and the importance of that. Because although Joseph did die um, very early on, um, the commitment to the relationship was always there. Um, I think. Jesus grew up in a very, it looks like he grew up in a very functional family um, and, and and it shows right um, with how a couple behaves and how the kids sort of end up as well you know um, and, and and that's important and I think when you're thinking of settling down you know as we spoke in our previous episode I think it's important to, to keep this in mind um, whether or not you can actually see this partner contributing, you know, um, and making you feel like you're not any less of a person. You know, you feel like you're in a very similar situation. Um, Someone who gets you and understands you. Um, It's hard these days, because we can be filtered as people in general. But um, I think back to basics, it's it's really just finding out if you feel um, like you can relate to them. You know whether or not the both of you can react the same way to something, Um, and and it starts from there. Yeah, yeah. I think that is such I think a beautiful example of like
0: Joseph and Mary, right? I think like that's like hashtag the the model (laughs) for Mm. relationships. I think out there, yeah. Because like as you were saying, I think Joseph is like quite Mm. a reticent type of figure, right? In the Bible, doesn't say much but he's actually modeling a form of like restored masculinity which I think is so so beautiful right he doesn't feel the need to assert his masculinity uh, unnecessarily he doesn't feel the need to assert his authority over Mary he actually lets Mary basically do what she needs to do like you know she goes off to see her cousin Elizabeth he doesn't say like oh Mary I'm gonna track you with the GPS no he, he didn't say that he was like Mary please go right, you know, I mean, in in current times, it'll probably be like, you know, uh, a boyfriend trying to attract his girlfriend, you know, or vice versa, because they don't trust each other, and things like that, but Mm. he just lets her go, right, and he just Mm. lets her go, and he trusts her to do what she needs to do, right, you know, he trusts Mm. her, he prays for her, he goes her in prayer, and he basically, you know, when she tells him like, oh, I'm going to be the mother of the savior, right, Yeah, he doesn't go like, oh my goodness, like, you know, he doesn't react in, you know, anger, he doesn't make her feel ashamed, he just trusts, he trusts her, like, so fundamentally, and I think that's so important, like, a building block of a stable, you know, functional relationship that also translates, I think, into the way that people do parenting, right, um, as well, if you don't even trust each other as, as partners, it's very hard to kind of translate that, I think, into the way that, that they parent, right, in a way. Yeah, and, also, I think what I found very beautiful also about uh, what you were sharing is that there's this complementarity of masculinity and femininity. Sometimes we just need to allow ourselves also as women, right, to you know to be cared for, right, to be mm-hmm. like, even like, spoiled, right. I guess some into in, certain extent to receive, right. Like, please. Please. Yeah, we, we, we. Oh yeah, we. I mean, we deserve so much love, right. <laughs> and, and wow. attention and, and things like that and, and I think it goes mm. even more beyond affection and attention it goes to a deeper thing attention is like basically I'm just like focusing on you you know while we're having a conversation but like love goes deeper it's like you know concern it's a sense of selflessness and I, I really like what you were saying like even in a relationship even in a family unit right everyone has to play their part right it can't be the woman is the only one who's doing all the legwork right uh, at home and you know basically he's just popping his legs up um, on the counter and you know asking for where's his, uh, where's his dinner right you know and things like that then that, that's not going to be workable um, because if you want to talk about a partnership of equality or equity as you were saying everyone needs to pull their weight right if not the entire house is going to fall apart right? and I think that's also a lot of the reason why a lot of relationships and marriages I think are in crisis Right, because, you know, you you unfortunately rushed into marriage or you went in without knowing the full story or, you know, knowing um, uh, how this person really is. And after that, you had to get a root shock uh, and everything starts to disintegrate. Right? And it's very sad, I think, um, right, because that also has a lot of impact on the children, right? For example, that you have and things like that. Yeah. So, like as a partnership mm-hmm. of equals, I, I think it's important that you know everyone kind of plays a role in this. So you know, relationship is not like an 80%, 20% thing all the time. Like I think it's a shifting thing. Like sometimes it's a 50-50, some days, you know, are, are are not so good, right? So you may only be able to give 20%. Then the other person has to make up for the 80%, right? And then vice versa, right? So you you take turns, you tag team right, even in parenting, that's the way, right, you know, someone has to wake up and, you know, feed the kid, another person has to come and wake up, feed the kid, they can't be the same person, right, mm-hmm. all the time, right, so if anyone's going to get dark circles, it's basically both of the people mm-hmm. in the marriage, yeah, not just one of them, right, so if one person's getting tired and forgetting things at work, it's going to be two people, right, and not one person, yeah, and then that's when you know that it's a partnership, right? It's not just like basically this is like, uh, you know, you, you do all the hard and difficult stuff and I'll just be like that really cool parent that doesn't like, you know, just smiles and gives the kid everything. Like, no, that's not going to be it. Like everyone has to play a role and there has to be like active discussion and trust, right? And communication, right? If not, it's hmm. going not going to be a partnership equal. So we don't even know what our needs are in the first place. If right? you don't even know what you need or what you uh desire from the this partnership, right? You're just going to feel very empty and you're going to feel very like lost and confused. And you're going to look search for this need of like affection and connection in other places. And that's when people start to stray and like look all over you know, the place, you know, for, for other things. But that's not it. Like if this is the person that you've uh, chosen to settle down with, you you've got to figure out how to make it work. I mean, it sounds, it sounds
1: simple. But it is like in reality very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It, it is not easy. And I think, you know, just going to what you were you were saying just now, the 20%, you know, sometimes you're just not going to feel it and you, you sort of want that partner to, to you know, just you know get a little bit more load than, than you have that day that day. I completely understand. I think it sometimes it could be as easy as you know um respecting the idea of silence. Um, I think respecting each other's silence is something we don't think about very often. Um, A lot of couples, um, you know, there's usually, you know, one of, like, they could be both introverts, or they could be both extroverts, sometimes very in between, like ambiverts. Um, But when someone wants their quiet time, um, it's important to respect the silence in the relationship. just because they're not talking to you doesn't mean it's bad. You know, I think one of the greatest thing in a relationship, and that's when you know your relationship is really strong. But my mom always told me this, when you feel really safe, being quiet in the relationship, like you're not talking, it's just very quiet that night, um, or that day. That's when you know you can trust the person because it's, you're respecting each other's silence, you know? Um, and obviously this is on the basis that, you know, this is, this, there is a mutual understanding where both of you want a quiet environment in the house. Um, and, and respecting that, for example, is, is the first instance of, of having that partnership of equality, you know, where the both of you have this agreement um, and this ability to, to understand each other. So um, just keeping that in mind as well. Sometimes it it doesn't have to be the big things, you know. Um, it or you know, in economic sort of activities, it could really just be you know, character related, values related. So um, you know, take time to ponder about it, and and I'm sure we can all learn so much from from sort of looking within ourselves and communicating effectively with with relationships and, and the people around us to to better know what exactly we want.